0: Good morning, and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral, as we celebrate the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. You can find our worship program online on the cathedral's website, St. Patrick's Cathedral, allspelledout.org/live. Our celebrant this morning is Bishop Edmund Whalen. Please now rise and sing our entrance hymn, which can be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnals. It's hymn number seven, 7 seventy-six. The Church's One Foundation. <laughs>
1: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, peace be with you. We welcome everyone who joins with us this morning. We are true Catholicism. Here comes everybody, people from all over the world for all various celebrations. We welcome all those who join us electronically by the various forms of media and together in a world that needs God's peace on this difficult day. We pray for peace and understanding among all peoples, and we pray that the gift of human life during this Respect Life Month may be respected in a new and deeper way, for we are all, no matter who we are, made in the image of God. As we begin Mass, we recognize that at times we have failed to recognize God's image in others and be that image for others, and we ask pardon and peace. I confess, East pray. Almighty and ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpass the merits and the desires of those who entreat you, pour out your mercy upon us to pardon what conscience dreads and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Thanks, Joy.
2: A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Let me now sing of my friend, my friend's song concerning his vineyard. My friend had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He spaded it, cleared it of stones, and planted the choicest vines. Within it he built a watchtower and hewed out a wine press. Then he looked for the crop of grapes. But what it yielded was wild grapes. Now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard than I had not done? Why, when I looked for the crop of grapes, did it bring forth wild grapes? Now I will tell you, now I will let you know what I mean to do with my vineyard take away its hedge. Give it to grazing, break through its wall, let it be trampled. Yes, I will make it a ruin. It shall not be pruned or hoed, but overgrown with thorns and briars. I will command the clouds not to send rain upon it. The vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the people of Judah are his cherished plant. He looked for judgment but see bloodshed for justice, but hark the outcry. The word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to
3: God.
4: The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. We oh, face shine forth and we shall
3: be saved.
2: A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, then the God of peace will be with you. The word of the Lord.
3: Hallelujah, hallelujah,
4: hallelujah. I have chosen you from the world, says the Lord, to go.
5: be with you. And with you a spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Thanks. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, hear another parable. There was a Landover who planted a vineyard put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again, he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, this is the heir. Come. Let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, he will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, did you never read in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done. And it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. The Gospel of the Lord.
3: Praise, Praise to you.
1: Again, welcome everyone. Bienvenidos a todos. Thank you all for being here today. And today, we truly come together as a family of faith, all workers in that biblical vineyard that we heard about in the readings this morning. And it's a vineyard that's got a lot of problems. The discord and the war that we find in various parts of the world, the discord right here in our own country, the yelling and screaming and just people refusing to listen, the Discord right here in our own city, when over this weekend, four teenagers hurt or killed in senseless violence. So we need to be together, and it's good that we're here together. And we recognize, you may have noticed, a rather large number of young servers as we were coming in. They're the servers from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish in the Bronx. And their parents are here with us. Gracias por las familias, por este gran don de la fe en sus familias. We welcome them and we pray that they may be willing to hear and answer God's call to service in the church. We celebrate the 25th anniversary year for the permanent deacon class. One of the members of that class is here with us today. We pray also for those who discern a religious a vocation to the priesthood. There's a group of young men who are with us today who are discerning whether God is calling them. They need your prayers. We welcome the company of the Savior, a group of sisters who teach in schools in Connecticut. Young ladies who are in the group here, that's a great way of service to God's people. I noticed the minute I mentioned there were sisters teaching in school, everybody sat up straight in their seat in the pews. The effect that the sisters have had on us, they made us who we are. We need to pray for more young women to answer that call. And maybe that's why we can reflect on someone who answered that call and might make sense of what it means for us to be laborers in the vineyard. Because those laborers in the vineyard, they didn't listen. They weren't willing to hear the call of the vineyard owner who was calling them to take responsibility for that vineyard. One after another, the messages were sent, but the ears, and more importantly, the hearts weren't open. And when he thought at last they would listen to his son, even there, They were so wrapped up in their own agenda, their their own words, their own noise that they killed him. Senseless violence. The senseless violence we see all around us today. They killed him rather than recognizing the gift of the vineyard. And that's why today I want to bring up somebody who we all, no matter where we come from, no matter what we may be celebrating this weekend, whether it's the Desfile Hispanidad, which we have will be going on right after Mass outside on Fifth Avenue, whether it's the celebration for Columbus Day tomorrow, accoglieremo la comunità italiana, oggi è un gran gruppo che sta con noi, e domani è un gran celebrazione. Whether it's either group, we celebrate one saint, all of us, no matter where we come from. You can go into any church, anywhere in the world, And you're guaranteed that, of course, there'll always be our Lord. There's always his Blessed Mother this month of the rosary we celebrate. Almost always you find St. Therese, the little flower, and St. Anthony. St. Anthony always shows up. And forget about sitting up straight because of your Catholic school background. If I start the prayer, let's say it together. St. Anthony, St. Anthony, please come around. Something is lost and must be found. It's part of our culture. It's part of who we are. So I want to ask you, do you ever notice or ever wonder why does Saint Anthony always carry the baby Jesus sitting on a book? Saint Anthony lived in the 1200s, 1200 years later. So how's this baby Jesus thing? And why does he have baby Jesus sitting on a book? St. Anthony, unbeknownst to many people, including the original Franciscans when he first joined them, having been an Augustinian, they didn't realize that he was a great scripture scholar. He was one who knew the scriptures, knew the biblical languages, could explain them. But he wanted to serve simply. He wanted to take that great knowledge of God's presence in his word and put it alive by the way, bring it alive by the way he lived. In simple, ordinary service, the work of the everyday. And that's where the scriptures come alive. It was only in an emergency when there was a great debate and the Franciscans didn't want to look bad and there was no preacher that they dragged Anthony out and he gave a tremendous sermon and surprised them all. And he talked about the presence of God in the scriptures and how the scriptures are entrusted to us. We're given the Scriptures as a gift to take them in, understand them, work with them, work through them ever anew, and in those Scriptures is the presence of Jesus. And he said, for us as Catholics, we have not only the gift of Jesus in the Scriptures, but the gift of the very body and blood of Jesus himself who comes to us in the Eucharist. Not a symbol, not a sign, not a memory, the reality of Jesus himself, who nourishes us with himself and so enables you and me to take responsibility for our world, to live as we are all created to be, no matter what feast we may be celebrating, all created in the image of God. Not that we look like God. We all look different than God we do. It would be boring if we all looked alike. But the image of God, which is our ability to love, And as you've heard so many times before, not the love of warm, fuzzy feelings, not the love of what I like, but the gift of self to others. The gift we pray that these young people from Our Lady of Mount Carmel, that they will be able to give to others, that our discerners will give to others, that our deacons who celebrate their anniversaries give to others, that so many of you give in the gift of life in your families. That's where the image of God is lived, where the responsibility we're given The responsibility we are given, God, St. Anthony tells us, he entrusts himself to us like a little baby, the baby he carries. You know, one of the great gifts of being a parish priest is to be with people in the ups and downs, ins and outs of life. And it's always great at baptisms, as families come in. You can always tell when it's the oldest child, their first child, everything is perfect The shoelaces on the booties are ironed. Somebody coughs two blocks away, they cover him up. By the time he got to me, the end of the line, they carry him in by his foot. He'll be fine, don't worry about it. But when new parents come in, there's always that mixed look on their face. There's the joy, the pride, the excitement of being new parents. And there's that little element of fear. Because as those of you who are parents know much better than I, when they hand you that little baby, that first child and you realize, this little baby is totally dependent on me. If I were this little kid, I wouldn't want to be totally dependent on me. But God gives you the gift of that child and entrusts you with the responsibility of the child. And St. Anthony tells us that God entrusts us with himself. In the gift of the Eucharist, in the power of his word, he entrusts you and me with the responsibility of bringing that word, of living that Eucharist, of being his image in the world. And how responsible are we? In the true sense of responsibility, a response, the ability to respond by living the gospel, the ability to respond by embodying the Eucharist. The workers in the gospel didn't do it. They were all too wrapped up in their own noise. And that's why today, on this beautiful day as we continue to celebrate the month of the rosary, Mary answering the call to bring Jesus alive, as we recognize anew the respect for all human life from the moment of conception to the moment of natural death as we're horrified by the violence against young people here in our own city, as we're challenged to welcome the presence of God in all people, no matter from whence they may come, as we pray for peace among nations, too wrapped up in themselves. Today, take a good look at St. Anthony. Let's face it, he's on a magnet on every refrigerator in the Bronx. Take a good look at St. Anthony, and as you do, talk to God about three things. First, do you listen to God's word that book St. Anthony carries? Do you listen to God's word? When you go into church on Sunday, why not pick up the missalette and read the readings ahead of time? instead of looking to see who's coming and who's not. Take a few minutes instead of talking and listen to God who talks through his scriptures. Why not steal the missalette, bring it home? During the week, read the readings for the previous Sunday, asking whether you've put them into practice. Read the readings for the next Sunday, preparing to celebrate as a family. Second, talk to God about the Eucharist in your life. Do we appreciate it? Do we take it for granted? Are we well prepared? Do we take the time after communion to go back to our seat and do what the sisters taught us, make an act of thanksgiving? All too often now, all we're doing is watching everybody, up, everybody else go up the aisle and wondering, why did she go out of the house wearing that? What's this one doing here? I know that one's story. Take the time to give thanks to God to be, for the fact we're entrusted with his life. And then third, ask God to be like Saint Anthony, to be responsible. Ask God to be like Saint Anthony, carrying the power of his word, entrusted with the gift of his body like a baby. Ask God, like St. Anthony, to help others who are lost to find Him. St. Anthony, St. Anthony, please come around. Responsibility's been lost, and it must be found. who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, and who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, amen. My sisters and brothers, as we now make our prayer for the community and for the world, let us all pray to Christ the Lord, not only for ourselves and for our own needs, but for his entire people.
5: For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for our priests, deacons, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those serving in public office, that they govern with wisdom and integrity, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer for peace among nations, and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and Jerusalem in the Middle East. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the church, that we may lovingly and steadfastly tend the Lord's vineyard, bearing fruit for the benefit of God's kingdom, let us pray to the Lord.
1: Lord, hear our prayer.
5: For all of our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our
1: prayer. And we pray in a particular way for peace and understanding in the Middle East, in Ukraine, in all those areas of the world that are beset by violence and a failure to recognize the gift of human life. We pray to the Lord.
5: Lord, hear our
1: prayer. Incline your merciful ear to our prayers, we ask, O oh Lord, and listen in kindness to the supplications of those who call upon you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, Joy. Por eso un fruto de vida, el trabajo que los del
3: los
1: Pray now, my sisters and brothers, that this sacrifice, yours and mine, may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the, Lord the, in our hands for the praise, glory, the Accept, O Lord, we pray, the sacrifices instituted by your commands, and through these sacred mysteries, which we celebrate with dutiful service, graciously complete the sanctifying work by which you plan to redeem us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, He humbled Himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death. And by rising from the dead, he gave us eternal life. And so we join the angels and saints in the hymn of your praise. Holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness, make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took the bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body
5: we may marry to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Thanks.
1: Through him, with him, in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, I leave you peace, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant us peace and unity in accord with your will, you who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be
5: with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. peace.
1: Fate sempre che Dio regge non sia mai inseparato da in te.
0: Please join in singing our Mm -hmm. communion hymn, which can also be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnal, Mm -hmm. hymn number 426, Alleluia, Sing to Jesus.
1: let us pray. Grant us, almighty God, that we may be refreshed and nourished by the sacrament we have received, so as to be transformed into what we have consumed. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Thanks, Judy. So what do you think? Did the service from Mount Carmel do a great job? Why don't we thank them for their presence today? A sign of hope and a reminder that God is calling many of our young people. I'm convinced of it. He's calling many of our young people who wanna serve, who wanna make a difference, who have that responsibility problem is their earbuds are in too tight and they can't hear God's call. And that's why during this month of the rosary, let's be responsible for our young people and pray for vocations. If every one of us here today says one Hail Mary each day, that was Mary's vocation prayer, being challenged, being asked to bring Jesus alive for others. If each of us says one Hail Mary each day during this month of October and keep going once November comes, then our young people will have the courage to hear God's call. And they will answer in service to God's people. And we will have priests and sisters and brothers and deacons to serve God's family so that we can all be responsible for the gift of the dignity God has entrusted to us. Do we have a deal? the Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
5: Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be, be to God.
0: Salve Regina, Mater misericordiae. singing our recessional hymn, which is also in the blue St. Michael's hymnal. Hymn number 575, I Sing the Mighty Power of God.